welcome everyone to the mutants over at table nine otherwise known as moat nine m-o-a-t the number nine where i review and or discuss movies tv shows anything and everything geek worthy so grab a drink and a snack maybe you're on your drive to work whatever the case may be the newest episode is coming at you in three two one mobile version of Mode 9 since I don't have my my new fake not fake but my new faux co-host Mr. Boucher um boo boo Boucher um but my lovely assistant is back to help me once again but we're doing the mobile version that's all I am to you is just an assistant oh my god any opportunity. Yep. Wow. Um, we're going to do the what I've done before with the updates and news and talk about that. Um, we'll probably only do, like, I think there's only, what, like six, nine of them on there? I don't know. It lost me out again. Hold That's on. That's right. Um, but ah, well, no, I don't want to pay. The reason we'll do that is because we're going to probably rant about one or two of them at least, which will make it last as long as a regular show. So... Uh, if we want to just jump right into it, what's the first one? What's the first one, my beautiful okay. version of Vanna White? What? So, you're, you're saying I have to cake on makeup and put on pretty dresses? Just <gasps> That's pretty. so judgy. Why it is so very judgy. judgy. Have you seen her lately? No. Vanna, Vanna White does not look like old school Vanna White. Like, Vanna White's daughter should be doing the Vanna White stuff. Like, she should have just passed the torch on. I should know that I should just assume that she has a daughter but the fact that she said she has a daughter I'm like actually so old that never occurred to me I don't know if she has a daughter oh. but she is old enough to even have a granddaughter oh I'm sure she's yeah I'm sure she's like, definitely what Will of Fortune started like in the late 70s early 90s uh-huh. no late 70s early uh, early 80s uh, did early it? 80s 90s. I'm willing to bet not 70s all I know is that if it started in the 80s those mofos were already in the 20s and 30s yeah so I mean we're in 2020 now so that's 20 years from 2000 you know what else I've noticed people at the same age back in the 80s even 90s look older than the same age now like, if you see somebody that was 20 years old in, like, 89, they looked older than a 20-year-old does now. Have um, you noticed that? Like, in movies and TV shows? Like, it's not, like, not just the character, because they can get somebody that looks young, but, like, you look at their actual age, and uh-huh. they seem to look older back in the 70s, 80s, even 90s. Than um, I feel like... People like I don't know about I think like the human race is producing more baby face looking people than back then like it and it just lasts longer per se like they're not losing their baby weight baby look mm-hmm. as quickly. Um, oh, you know how else I've noticed like when I scroll through Instagram or Facebook where people post pictures from when they were in high school and they're close to my age. Uh-huh. Everybody around them just looks. I'm like those people were in high school. They look like college kids. It, it could just be that it's going to look like that for every generation. Probably. Like, just our concept of old and young is different. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I don't know, when I look back at some people's college pictures, I'm like, oh, they still look like high schoolers. They still look mm. like babies. Yeah, maybe it's just me then. And then, anyway. But then again, I was the girl that 
they thought I was already in my twenties when I was when I was eighteen. Oh, I'm telling yeah, I'm telling you when when I was like seventeen, eighteen, that I would go with my dad to he played pool and bars, and when I would go with him, they wouldn't card me when I would go by and get him a beer. But I don't know for sure if it was because they knew I was with him. But it happened that even at bars that he didn't frequent that often. So, mm-hmm. anywho, my well, first freshman class was. Are you a senior? No. All right, so the first one is Disney Plus Premiere Access. A leaked video appears to show that Black Widow will be coming to Disney Plus Premiere Access along with, oh great, it's in the red, the inclusion of Disney 18 Plus, which will seemingly introduce R-rated and adult-oriented Disney-owned Fox films. If you want to shout out, what what Instagram account is that? Shout out to the Mighty Miles. M-Y-L-E-S. Yes. yes. Mighty Miles. Um, yeah, so I don't know if you followed any of this stuff. I, I, you probably get most of that stuff from me. I do. Um, the Black Widow was supposed to release like June of the, like summer of this year before, before Corona. Um, and because of it, they keep pushing it back and pushing it back. And even though a lot of movies are releasing onto streaming, they were adamant about, no, we're going to wait for the theaters because obviously they're going to make more money in theaters and streaming. Well, um, yeah. Can you imagine the theaters themselves? Like, they make their money on concessions. Yeah. So yeah, not so only is the, the producer filmmakers making money, but the theaters themselves make, they make bank yeah. on big movies like this. Yeah. So they, they've been holding out, but fans have been saying, this Bullshit. is one that we've been really waiting for. Let us have it. I haven't checked the numbers for like Mulan, but apparently movies are doing pretty decent because even though you have Disney Plus, you have to you have to have the subscription and you still have to pay for the movie. I thought that was a little ridiculous. The people that paid thirty dollars for the Mulan, I, it, I mean, it I was mean, a good movie and stuff, but I wouldn't have paid the, thirty dollars. I agree. I I don't think I would do it still to this point, but like Black Widow, I really want to see, so I might shell out the money for that, but. Well, I probably like, will, really? but I, I put it in the context of I can't go to the movies, so it's basically like I'm doing the same thing, but it's actually cheaper because you can buy snacks and have them at home. And for those 30 bucks, you're gonna do, watch a, it with the whole family. I have a question because I don't know how it works, I just know like Amazon pisses me off, like how you can rent a movie on like Amazon, but you only have like 48 hours from when you started or 24 hours from when started the movie to watch it right it's not like when you used to rent at blockbusters or hollywood videos we had like three or four days with it right um when you pay the disney plus for the movie is it a one-time view or do you own that movie at that point no to my understanding you own the movie until you no longer have the subscription okay so it might be worth it yeah so uh, you're you're basically buying the pre-buying the movie like if it was a digital copy and it's yours, the only holdback is that you you have to maintain your subscription. The moment that you stop your subscription, you no longer own it. So that would kind of, but realistically, how many subscription services are you really going to cut off at this point? Like I, honestly, ours will probably get rid of Hulu and other ones before Netflix and Disney. Um, at least me. Shake your dirt now. Okay. <laughs> how else am I supposed to see my housewives? Bullshit. <laughs> Uh, All right. But I'm saying if we did, <laughs> it would be 
a discussion. No, Probably I got you, yeah. Um, I th- yeah, I think honestly, I think Disney Plus, the subscription, because right now we're paying that deal with Verizon. Right. Which is like, what, 99 cents a month? Which is going to end soon. Yeah, I think it would have to, the Disney Plus subscription would have to be a ridiculous amount to where I'm like... It's eight bucks. Yeah, that's not ridiculous. Yeah. But eight bucks, do we keep everything we already have? Or eight bucks, you're going to only keep half of what you have? Like, you know, sometimes, like, they're like, oh, try this free trial. Oh, you want to sign up here? You sign up for the $8 one, but you're you're not going to have all the Mickey Mouse Club stuff. You're just going to have the basic Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, no, no. That's that's just that's just their flat fee. Okay. You know, it, it's, and I think that's the one with, it'll still be the one with Hulu, and, which that, to me, isn't bad. Because if it's, even if it's up to 10 bucks with Disney Plus and the Hulu, I don't think that's bad. Okay. No, I was just wondering. Um, but anyway, so they um, they've been going through with that with that debate for a while. So they finally, they re- if you scroll to the next to the next part of it, it um, it shows like a like some kind of promotion that they're doing for Disney Plus, and they show there's like coming 2021, and it shows clips of the Black Widow. So everybody's like, okay, so then they are gonna release it that way, but until 2021. Which has been the rumor for a while. So they, they're kind of like, it's a leak, but it's confirming that Black Widow is going to be premiered on yeah, stream. You know what? Like, I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like calling bullshit on Disney. Because wasn't there a huge list of things that were going to be at 2020? All the TV shows that were going to be on Disney Plus, And, like, we got Mandalorian. Um, and that was, was it an much- official Disney Plus list? Or was it, like, one of these where it's news from other sources that were saying it because that's what i've noticed on the accounts that i've been following is that i get a lot of stuff that is all this risk rumor this rumor that and then it turns out to not be true oh i don't know baby i just i listen and you show me and i watch i look at it yeah and what i was gonna say is if it is that then i can get that that happened because it's it's a lot of rumors because there was one like the girl that that's gonna that they supposedly got to play the she hulk she finally came out after like a month and was like, I have no idea what these rumors are talking about. I haven't talked to them about being or whatever. About being cheap. Yeah. So it could be that, but this is an official tw- uh, Disney Plus promotion video. So if, like I said, if it's not faked, it's a leak. It's one of those like camera off to the side things. Mm-hmm. So if it is an actual leak, then presumably that's what the rumor is going to be true. Um, but the, I think what I'm more excited about for this one is that the, and it has it on that video. It shows Disney 18 plus because they own a lot of Fox movies that are rated R. Like what though? Uh, Deadpool for one. There, there's a, I mean, think about Fox movies. They, Baby, I don't pay attention to. Well, I mean, uh, all the X-Men like uh, Logan that they did try doing rated uh-huh. R. Okay. That's a Fox movie. Deadpool well, isn't that why you have the whole thing where kids profile, non-kids profile? I, 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 I see what they're... I agree and, with what they're doing because even if that's the case, you're always going to think of Disney as a kid company. So to have like an 18 plus section, I think makes sense. Like don't just put it in there. To automatically assume, you know what I mean? Like, don't make well, assume. People, people need to realize what Disney owns. ABC News. Yeah. They, uh, Disney's a huge corporation that people don't realize. So, yeah, I no, mean, ABC News is not, like, kid-friendly they, in they the sense of, to, like, 
Yeah, no, stuff. absolutely. They've, they've managed to keep that under wraps long enough or they just don't promote it. So we've grown up. Some of us know most people don't and they don't care. So it doesn't really matter. Like in 20 years from now, our kids are going to talk about this stuff. They'll probably know, but most people won't that Disney owns Fox if Fox is still around. So they're not going to really push that anymore. They do it now, but they won't do it later on. Right now they have to because it's a well-known fact that Fox uh, was bought out by Disney. Yeah. I can see why they did it. I it, I agree with you. It's, I don't think it's necessary, but I, 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 I can guess, see why they did it. I guess I'm just like with all the ways that you can make like kid-specific profiles. And I understand kids can get into parents' profiles, but they right. now just do a passcode. To get into the adult profiles. Yeah. It makes it a little easier than having so many subcategories and little links you got to go to. But that's what I mean, though. That Those are all technical issues. Those are all... Um, Work that shit out already, no, Disney. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. It's a technical issue, which they can easily figure out. But I think it's more in the business meeting. It was more of a image thing. Like, yeah, no, we could totally do that. That's easy. We could put those those settings for setting up profiles and stuff mm-hmm. but this is more of an image thing we don't we don't want to be known as oh disney's now going rated our no 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 disney has rated our stuff we're not a rated our company okay i can say it's an image, image. yeah um, um my question then turns into are they going to still have issues like once they roll out like that stuff are they still going to have the glitches that they were having with Disney Plus first, like, opened up to the public and the Weber or whatever was just bombarded by how many people in the world were trying to hook up to Disney? Or has that been completely fixed? Because we still have some issues sometimes on the darn kids' profiles. They, like, loads, 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 loads. I'm going to say that it will be not fixed 100%, but it'll be better. Because if you really think about it, it's gotten better since they first started parental judgment versus kids parents uh person judgment is that tenth there because they're starting the stupid black friday sleep just might be because i know like we open at midnight on friday it just could be but i mean that girl's so close to that street no one's in that truck oh yeah no i I, that's the first that's why i slowed down initially that's crazy i I bet you that they're, they're camping out for black friday already that's crazy Okay, so finishing up the at least this first little chunk on the rated R Disney thing and the Black Widow going to streaming. Any final thoughts? Maybe because we were cut off. Um, it's gonna really piss me off if you pay thirty bucks for it. It's a shit ass movie. Well, that's not fair. You take that risk with anything. Um, it's, Disney's gonna really piss me off. Okay, you're not you. gonna be mad at me. Oh, no, okay. No Disney movie. Okay, I'm well, I'm I'm super. Like, I don't think I've years been years of anticipation because it's Black fucking Widow. Like she should have had her movie long ago. I agree. And then you know just because of COVID and they want to make money, kind of understandable. But like, no, figure it out. You you got Mulan out there. You should have gotten Black Widow out there like as well. I you think. Know? Well, I think. The, and again, going back to think having a business mentality about it. I can kind of see why they did that because if I'm one of the execs, I'm going to be like, uh, no, that's kind of a no brainer because we don't, even though we're probably going to do well with Mulan, the point is to do well with Mulan. 
I don't think anybody predicted that Mulan was going to do better or even as well as Black Widow. It's like, Black Widow's definitely going to make us more money in theaters. Mulan, eh, we could afford to put it out because it's not going to make as much anyway. A few things, okay? Hmm. As far as live action goes, it's fucking Mulan. Mulan is awesome. The cartoon Mulan was amazing. Uh, no, no. They messed, I, up, I, they messed up Lion King and Aladdin. That's on them, and that's choices, Okay. But everyone loves a kung fu movie, all right? Whether they called it Mulan or not, that's what it was going to kind of end up looking like. So you ha- didn't have just the Disney, like, Mulan fans. You had people that are, like, that may not have known what it was. Like, oh, that looks interesting. I haven't seen a movie like that in a while. Yeah, Mulan, like, I hate to sound, it kind of comes off racist in kung fu movie. But, I mean, that's kind of what it is. It's a, it's a fighting kung fu Asian movie. Right. And there hasn't been many out lately. The last ones I can think of were in the late 90s. I mean, you did have, um, what is it, Rush Hour and stuff. I think Rush Hour 2 came out in the 2000s. But think of one good kung fu movie that's come out. I mean, we have Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That was, like, I think late 90s. But that was very, I don't want to say very adultish, but, like, that's not really something kids can I mean, kids could watch it they want to, but it's not something that's going to catch Yeah, as far as, like, a straight-up, like, martial arts movie. There we go. Thank you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It, it, well, it makes sense because, they're, they're, to me, there's still a difference between martial arts. Because, like, Bloodsport and Kickboxer, all the Van Damme movies and stuff, those are martial arts movies. Mm-hmm. But they're not Kung Fu movies. Kung Fu movies are, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Okay. So, I, I still think there's a difference. I can see how people would probably get upset. Like, oh, my God, that's racist. But that's just... Unfortunately, that's, what it's called, it's and how, it's yeah. not intended to be racist. Yeah. Like, I could understand if they, and I'll probably catch some flack for this, but if somebody were to say, like, oh, it's a uh, chink film, then yeah, that, bro, like, that's fucking racist. But you that's know, not I the didn't, intention. I didn't know what that word was until I watched Gran Torino, and I was like, what yeah. the heck? And then my dad's like, you've never heard that? And then they started telling me other slangs, and I was like, what? It could probably... It possibly has a lot to do with, one, my parents just never used that language really around me, despite right. knowing the language, and two, living in El Paso, you know, yeah, like... If you, even if you have, like, there's obviously an Asian community here, but you don't hear a lot of people being racist towards them, really. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. There, there hasn't really been a kung fu movie yeah. and the thing is that that's more of a anyone that kind of if yeah if anyone argues like the karate kid well first off the remake with will smith's kid was horrible um i have a big thing about that because they call it the karate kid and he's not learning karate he's actually learning kung fu there's a difference and that to me was not racist necessarily but that was misleading yeah it was like, misleading it was generation it was thing. willfully ignorant because Somebody somewhere in the production sh- would have should have known, and I'm sure they did. Like, uh, he's not doing correct. They had to know, so they willfully left it that way to bank off I, the name. To bank off the name, and thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Okay. You too. Thank you. Um, the part. Yeah, I hope it gets you right. <laughs> um, yeah, and I actually I I mentioned that in another episode, like a few episodes back. There's a movie coming out. I have a huge problem with that movie for two reasons. It's called Jiu-Jitsu. And okay. if you watch the trailer, there's not an ounce of Jiu-Jitsu in the movie. What it's movie all like Kung Fu. It's literally called Jiu-Jitsu. Here's the kicker. It is a blatant predator ripoff. 
it's a group of martial artists that are fighting aliens that come down once in a while to hunt humans. And I think he even has like a heat vision or some shit. I'm like, bro, how do you rip off Predator? I think they're banking on like, let's, yeah, let's do it. And they probably won't be able to sue us. But even if they do, it's just promotion for our movie. Like it's a total Predator ripoff. And then it's called Jiu-Jitsu and there's no Jiu-Jitsu in the damn film. It's just ridiculous. Okay. Continuing our little talk. See when I think we spent like twenty minutes on that one alone. Well, I, I think this and talked about a lot of other things too. This is gonna be like you probably still have um skin in the game with this one, but this is gonna be for my older generation because young people are gonna not have any idea what the hell we're talking about. Go ahead and read that one. Robert Ingle in how is it? In- England. England. To join cast of Stranger Things four, but who's he gonna play though? That, who knows? I think it's so just basically the man behind Freddy Krueger. Yes. And seven other actors of season four cast. Okay, so yeah, so if you don't know who Robert Ingalls is, he is the man that played the original Freddy Krueger. Not Ingalls, England. Whatever. <laughs> Ingalls. Um, fun fact: I don't know how true it is, but I read it in some entertainment article somewhere. Um, and I've had confirmation from other people that live here. Robert England retired here in El Paso. Is that why I keep having nightmares? Probably. Okay. Uh, supposedly he uh, he lives on the west side. Of course he would. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the the original Freddy Krueger is the actor that plays the original Freddy Krueger is going to be in Stranger Things season. The reason I put this one on there is one for, like I said, for my older generation, that's kind of like a cool little tidbit. But the more important thing is I wanted to rant about Stranger Things. I kind of, I'm hooked enough to where I'm going to watch to see where it goes, but I'm kind of almost, it's almost in the walking dead realm where I'm like, I loved season one. It had so much potential, but since then, I think, I don't think they had any long-term plan and now they're just like okay so what else can we do okay what else can we do it's like you didn't have if you had had a plan and then followed that i think it would be better it's like they're winging it every season i think i i agree with you on there like i understand doing season one and then coming out with like a game plan maybe Mm -hmm. but yeah it doesn't seem like there was any collective storyline to run through I, I, I like to refer to it as like the Matrix effect where the Wachowskis had um, they had a plan they had a story that they wanted to tell but they were like uh, that's too big of a thing give us a one move give us one movie give us a beginning and an end and if it does well we'll let you tell the rest of the story and it did do well, so they were able to tell the rest of the story. And I think, I don't think they used to do that. I think they used to just give you, what's your story? Let's do that in one movie. And then they did what Stranger Things now does, where like, okay, continue it. It's like, how do I continue it? Like, that was my story. Figure it out. If you're a good writer, you can come up with a story. I think that's what they did. I think season one was the full story, and now they're just 
filling the rest in. Kind of. I can see that. Because they're just kind of going based on fan bases. Oh, they really like this character, so let's do something with this character. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest, the girl's brother that ended up dying, I was like, oh man, I thought he was going to have this amazing redemption story. And it was pretty cool. But then they just totally killed him off. And I'm like, oh, you didn't even like give him a chance to like go full redemption. Oh, the guy with the red hair or whatever? Yeah, with a funky mustache. The Red Power Ranger. I think he played the Power Ranger of the Power Ranger movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's funny. The mullet dude, yeah. The mullet guy? Yeah. I, I think um, I think they kind of did... That's another thing, and that's what... I have, like, a lot of terminologies my, that I created on my own, but I, I think of that as, like, the Game of Thrones thing, the Game of Thrones effect, where now killing characters off is cool. It, it was hardly ever done. Like, you had your core heroes or cast, like that protagonists and that's it that, that was the key now it's like anybody can die at any moment I mean that's realistic but here's my thing is kill off the annoying ones but like, that's that's part like, of the Hollywood no I got you formula. but I mean I, I get it like don't you don't have to, if you're gonna kill off one that people love or one that like you know is not too bad kill one that annoys people like just get it done cause next season I don't wanna see them again like you know what I mean? Like, That's, like honestly, like the the brothers sister. It sounds. I was gonna say the brother sister duo, the the one sister of the one guy, and then the brother of the one guy that got together mm-hmm. and made a couple. I don't like them. They irritate me now. <coughs> like <coughs> one of them has got to go, right. but they're gonna keep them. <coughs> if you're yeah. going based on the Hollywood effect, uh, the Games of Thrones effect, those fuckers are gonna live. But then, like, the guy that was, like, the, like, a-hole friend that is now kind of working at, like, the hot dog on a stick-type place yeah, or whatever, that's so. kind of become kind of cool and stuff, and you're just like, dude, you've redeemed yourself. I like you, and your character is fun and funny, and you're actually trying to protect these kids unlike the other two. That fucker's going to die soon. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I, with that one, I, it, to be honest, it, um, even I've gotten to the point where I annoy myself sometimes. Because I'm such a, <coughs> excuse me, I'm such like a hipster with this stuff. I like what they did with his, I like where his what, what his character is now, but the purist in me is like, no, that's dumb because that's not where they were headed with his character and fans liked it. So they changed him. Like that's not, I, I believe in making your characters a way that if that was your plan or if you feel like, no, you know what, we could redeem this guy, then so be it but when it's just for ratings I find it annoying like to me in Walking Dead Daryl should have been dead a long time ago but because a lot of females like him and a lot of guys even like him like oh he's so cool they kept him around I'm positive they would have killed him off sooner positive he's so annoying I don't I have a hard time agreeing with you on that like yes I think a lot of people like him male and female I just, I think he would have died had he stayed the lone wolf that he swears he is. He would have been dead a long time ago, but he keeps getting drawn back into the group. But that's what I mean, because even then, he, he's gone long enough to where he should have died by being, doing his normal. Because he does that pouty shit where he's there, some shit happens, and then, oh, I'm going to go meditate and run wild, and I'll maybe I'll be back, maybe I won't. And he's like emo about it. And one of those little outings, he should have died already. 
Not necessarily because he, like, before all this shit happened, remember, like, the story with him and Moral about how their dad used to make them go out and do the survivalist shit? No, yeah, shit I, get, out of them. I get that. So he's, he's got not... the survivalist guilt. So when he, if you ever notice, kind of, when he's out on his own, even when he was with that blonde chick, they had to figure out how to survive. His, like, senses go from being like, eh, I'm cool, badass, I know what it is, to, like, what was that? Shut the fuck up. Like, you know what I mean? It's heightened. Yeah. Like, his true survivalist comes out. So I think he can survive, but for the extended, extended time periods, no. Because it's, like, almost like when he's about to, he could potentially start, like, making mistakes and dying. Right. He find, finds his way back to the pack somehow. I guess, to me, it just, it doesn't seem, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm, like, the un- in my own mind, I'm, like, the unappreciated or the, the unrecognized writer in my own mind like I would have written him differently like I if they had left him to be this more survivalist and more like even when they had their own little established city or town or something he was on the outskirts like still in the the wall he's in the community but not but not really part of the community like that's just who he is like that would have made more once they get into like battles with Negan and shit like well we need we need uh Daryl to do this and it's like no 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 you don't understand Daryl does he helps but he does his own thing like Daryl will just go out into the woods and flank him from behind yeah like that would have been cool but he becomes part of the group but then then he goes off and does his own thing I think it's the flip flop shit that annoys me it's like yeah, I'm part well, of the group I'm a loner I'm part of the group I'm a loner and like, I think bitch, I think the reason it already. probably bothers you is because they've been doing it for too long that's what I'm saying because, like at this point pick one yeah because there's so many seasons in because honestly at some point, he should have just, like, decked what's-his-face and said, we're fucking doing it my way. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. Like, like, like I, when they were in Alexandria, and he's like, dude, we need to get out of here. This isn't good for us. Like, it's going to make us weaker or something. It's going to go bad. That's when he should have, kind of like you said, be with in the community but kind of live on the outskirts. And it's kind of like the first forefront, like, sees shit happening, finds his way, like, back to the community. This is going down. Oh, no. Like, maybe they're here to be friends punch the shit out of him and be like fucker every it. fucking time you say that shit we're setting it up you pull out the contract <laughs> should Daryl come back and say blah blah and whose signature is that yeah like, like get our shit together yeah. get yourselves ready whoever wants to go in the outskirts with me and chill see what goes down and then come back and flank them let's go get this done you know instead of like the back I get, I get that whole back and forth because at this time his character should have developed more one way or the other and it hasn't yeah but even, like, even if, I still think he could survive on his own to a certain extent but like when it's time for him to kind of start losing his shit sometimes somehow he finds his way back to the pack yeah because even like the, for as much as I shit all over Rick for not liking the way his character is mm-hmm. um he, he him and Daryl really do complement each other like him and Daryl like Rick will be like, oh, but then, and Rick will be like, uh, Daryl, bring them back. Like, no, dude, we need to toughen up and we need to this or that. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I'll give them that. Like, they complement each other really well because if it if it's not Michonne bringing Rick back to reality, it's always Daryl. Mm-hmm. Like, once in a while it will be Michonne, but almost always Daryl. Like, he's the, the, the final one to be like, no, dude, we're, we're messing up. We need to get this correct. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but Stranger Things. Um, yeah, because when they killed off, I forget his name, but when they killed off uh, Sean Austin, 
the Hobbit guy. Oh yeah, I forgot they killed him off. Yeah, like it, it's like okay, that it came out of nowhere. They did it well because I didn't expect it. And it was it, and it was done well because it went with the story. It it flowed in the story. Yeah, like and that's the thing. Like it was a force. That's maybe why I kind of like the whole um, Game of Thrones effect because even as a kid, I remember thinking like, okay, you mean to tell me that everybody survived that? Like somebody should have at least been seriously injured or dead, but everybody survives. Like the, like the Goonies, like that's a kids movie, but like if it were a group of them, they all survived. It's like dude, somebody had to have died. Yeah, like I'm sorry, but Chunk would have died. Yeah, I was gonna say Chunk would have been dead, and then after Chunk, it could have it could have possibly been Data. I would have like dead. Actually, instead of Chunk, it probably would have been Data because he, he just took stupid risks with his little inventions. But that's what made it fun. But anyway. Mouth's mouth would have gotten killed. Yeah. But anywho. Yeah, I, I'm still going to watch, like I said. But I'm not super stoked and excited about season four. I just need to see how it ends. That's why I'm going to continue watching The Walking Dead. When I'm going to go on to the next, next one. one. Um, but yeah, Mr. Freddy Krueger. And it's not the character Freddy Krueger. It's just the actor. Just the actor. So. You think he's going to be like one of the scientist people or someone that knows something about the other side? What is it called? The inside out? The outside in? About the upside down? Upside down. There um, maybe. I, I'm really interested. Like, that was another thing. Sorry, real quick. And I said we were going to move on. But they kill the Sean Austin character and leave him dead. And then they make you think that they're going to do the same thing with the sheriff. But then they don't. I'm like, okay. Like, I get it. You can't kill two of them that quickly. But, because eh. the sheriff one, I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then they show him in the little teaser or whatever. And, eh, I want to be surprised. I want to be surprised if after season one or two, he created a contract saying that I can't be killed after so many seasons, or yeah. I I will survive to like the final season. I would have thought that Sean Austin would have gotten that deal instead of the sheriff. But would Sean Austin really want it or need it? I want to be surprised if Sean Austin signed up because he really liked the script and just wanted to kind of be a part of it, but was necessarily like, I don't need to be a star. This other, the other actor seems like he's the type that didn't ever make it real big in the acting world. And this is his big time. Sean Austin's been big since fucking Rudy. You know, he did um, Rudy. He did the Hobbit. He did the Goonies. But do you know what I mean? He's yeah. been big in multiple things. Oh, did you ever see and he Toy doesn't Soldiers? Need to be. Yes. Not small soldiers, not not the the animated one, the toy soldiers with Sean Austin. No. Okay, that is a good. If you want to watch like classic '80s action flick, um, almost like um, Red Dawn. Did you ever see Red Dawn? Yes, the original one. Like yeah, yes. kid, like younger kids that weren't supposed to stand a chance, but somehow fought off like an army. Mm-hmm. That's small uh, toy soldier. I think it's small soldier. No, Toy Soldiers, whatever. I think Toy Soldiers is the one with... To- no, I don't know. Well, it's, it's one of the two. But, yeah, it's it's Sean Austin. They're in, like, a... What's it called? The, the school for boys or whatever? Okay. Like, one of those prep schools kind of thing. And he's kind of like the the little rebel. All right. But a terrorist group or some kind of army militia thing, they take over the school, and him and his friends fight off the, the army. Oh, cool. Okay. It's, it's actually, it, like I said, it's a little unrealistic. The kids probably wouldn't have survived. But yeah, but I mean, it's it's a cool, it's an 80s action flick. And he's been in, in those movies already. Like those types, 
because even sitting here thinking about it, like 50, 50 first dates. I love that movie. Oh, and I love Sean Alston's <laughs> character. Like, oh my gosh, it was the best. He didn't have to do it. He was just coming off The Hobbit. He no. didn't have to. Like, it was after The Hobbit movies. It was not after Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, sorry. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's the, well, do you remember they, they filmed all the Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings is that old? Yes, they, baby, they, they filmed all the Lord of the Rings. Oh, that because, is, they filmed it all at yes, once. Yes, because I remember they were showing the trailer for the first one and going, oh, I want to see that. And it was years later before the first one came out. And I was pissed. And then I found out, like, well, it's because they filmed but all of them. was after? Like, after all the, at least after wow. the first one was released or the second one. I'll have to double okay. check. But it is, it was, is after. Still around the, yeah. yeah. So he's already got the fame of that. So doing that small character mm-hmm. in a movie that he's not starring in, it's an Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore movie with Dan Aykroyd in it. He he made that choice. Yeah. So, you know, to make a choice to be a character in Stranger Things and not be the star is total Sean Austin move. I can, you know, I get what you're saying. I, I just kind of got the feeling that Sean Austin just... He had his time, and he was, I don't want to say washed up, but he he got that role because he didn't really have many other options, I don't think. You're oh, making no. it seem like he, he came down kind of to play the role. I think it was a step up because he didn't, he didn't have much of a career anymore. But you're probably no, right. I, th- I, I always took it as, like, because even Elijah Woods didn't really do many movies afterwards or things. I mean, he has done things since then. Right. But not really. Um, so, anyways, I just looked it up. The Lord of the Ring movies were like in 2001, 2002, and 2003. 51st Dates, 2004. Oh, wow. So, hmm. anyways, I, I guess maybe because I've I've known who Sean Austin is because of the Goonies. Because right. of Rudy. Like, I already knew that he had big movies already. Mm-hmm. And then he did Lord of the Rings. Like, hello. Yeah. You know, so for him to do the character in 51st Dates, I was like, maybe he just wanted to do a fun character. He can afford to do it. He can afford to pick and choose if he wants to do something. And I don't think he his arm was twisted to do that character. I think he was like, maybe Adam Simon was like, hey, buddy, like, I got this and this and this. And that. how cool would it be? And can I play the character like this? You know what? You know, and have fun with it. So right. then doing 50, uh, the other Stranger show, Stranger Things. Things, is more like, hey, like, how cool would it be to have Sean? Let's, let's, let's write it with him in our mind. And ask him. And if he says no, well, we can play someone else in it or something. You know? See, I'm going to continue to play devil's advocate here just to support <coughs> my theory real quick. Mm-hmm. I actually think that his career just wasn't where it was anymore. But I think that I think somebody was smart enough to be like, you know what? Since this is going to be a kid adventure uh, series, it's going to remind an older generation of Goonies. What if we got Sean Austin or one of the Goonies to be in it? Because I, I honestly still think that, because and I hate to sound so judgy, I'm overweight, but when I see actors that are now overweight, I'm like, yeah, they haven't been working in a while. So when I saw him, I'm like, I don't think he put on the weight for the role. I think he just was done acting for the most part, and they gave him the role. Well, like, hell, yeah, like, like, yeah, I'll take it. Well, let's think of it this way. He's never been the super in-shape type person anyways. He's always been a little, I don't even want to say pudgy. But he's always been round. Well, he's got a round face to begin with. Yeah. So well, and then even as a Hobbit, they fucking eat like crazy until like they couldn't. Well, the eat Hobbit anymore. makes sense. Yeah. But and then Family Man. I'm pretty sure he's married with kids. You know what I mean? When you and have what? 
he I, I'm pretty sure he's married with kids. Oh, gotcha. And you get older. Yeah. Your body's just like, yeah, bro, we're tired. So, and we need food for energy. So now you got the dad bod. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, he, he's kind of plump. He's got the retired look about him. Yeah. Which is fine. But I, I honestly don't think it was to revive his his um, his career. acting career. Because if that truly were the case, then they would have been pushing it more like Keanu Reeves. I mean, Keanu Reeves was kind of quiet for years after The Matrix. I mean, I think here it's the thing there. And now he's totally revived his career. Yeah. Like people dropping his name and, oh my God, Keanu. You know what I mean? I don't think it's like planned per se. Right. But if that's truly what Sean Austin was going for, someone else wanted it for him, it, it would have been a Keanu Reeves effect. I got you. And I just like Sean Austin and how dare you say that about him. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Long that, tangent. <laughs> right? That's just what we do. All right. Okay. On. The next one is Marvel Studios and Ryan Reynolds working on uh, working together on MCU's Deadpool 3 with new writers. Yeah, now, so that why point, new writers? Um, I don't know. That I don't know for sure. I know Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds has been the champion for Deadpool from day one. Deadpool is apparently Ryan Reynolds' favorite comic book character, and he actually financed the little the I don't know if you remember the beginning of the original Deadpool, the first one, that action sequence where he's on the bridge, jumps down into the SUV, kills all the guys. Like all that sequence uh-huh. was actually computer generated first, so because he he financed it himself so that he could show the studio like this look at this, this is what it could look like. Put it online and watch the reaction of the fans. And the the, the internet went crazy yeah. thinking that this could possibly be a movie. And that's what actually convinced the studio to go ahead and do it. So Ryan Reynolds has been the biggest champion of Deadpool since day one. I think he is technically more of the main writer. Uh-huh. Like he's the more creative force behind it. And the writers just are filling in the gaps. Okay. But I don't know the, the true reason. Yeah, that's my take on it. I'd have to read up more on it. I put it on here because, one, I like Deadpool. I've been a little critical that I'm a bigger fan of Deadpool, the comic book character. Mm-hmm. And what they did to him in the movies, I'm like, eh. Because Deadpool in the comics has, like, three personalities that are constantly talking. Oh, so he's schizo. Oh, he's way, he's way more insane in the comics than he is in the movies. In the movies, he just seems like tortured. Uh-huh. In the comic books, he's li- he's almost literally insane. He's certifiable. Okay. He, he has one... One of them's like him talking. He talks to those other two voices. One of them's more like the voice of reason. The other one's like, do it, do it, do it. But he's like crazy, crazy. The That's the thing. The torture that he went through drove him literally insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so that... But I get it. That doesn't quite work in the to have still, even though he's an anti-hero, he's still technically a hero. Um, but this was, to me, not exciting, but I thought it was really cool because it's been highly questioned that now that Disney owns Fox and Fox uh, owns Deadpool, if they're going to continue to do a rated R version. And this is confirmation that, yes, they're going to move forward with rated R. And then the fact that they're doing Disney Plus... 18 plus, I think is further confirmation that, yeah, they're 
they're okay with the rated R stuff and you can bring Deadpool back. Once you Deadpool is not a non R rated character. There's just no way. And to do two R rated movies and then go back to not, it just there's no way it would work. It would be like when they did um, the first Alien versus Predator and I was so freaking pissed off because they made it PG thirteen to allow more people to see it so they can make more money. Mm-hmm. And they did not do the movie justice. Yeah, they they haven't had a good Predator movie. Well, I like Predators. That one sequel that they had with, uh, I forget his name, Adrian Brody. <laughs> and then I go like this because I, I just remembered that he has a big nose. And Harold's going to be like the pianist? Yeah, Adrian Brody. Um, I really liked it. I, I thought it was, I, it was weird at first when I saw it. I was like, Adrian Brody, he's too scrawny to be an action star. But he pulled it off. He actually did the actiony stuff pretty well. And I liked it. It had, of course, um, Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah, Which who doesn't I like? Yeah. Um, so I, I liked it, but uh, the Alien versus Predator ones, yeah, those they could have done so much better. They're supposedly doing yet another one. The well, Predators, but I don't think it has aliens involved. Remember, I told you the story that I would watch that uh, that show, Totally Rad Show, and the three guys. One of them became an actual director, um, Dan Trachtenberg. He ended up directing Ten Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do the new Predator movie. Which I thought was... For the geek in me, that's an even more newsworthy. Decide where you're going, Red Card, because we will decide for you. Right? Is it going? Okay. Um, yeah, so... Wait, what were we on? Go this way. Both of them are... Oh, Deadpool. Um... Yeah, so I think this is just confirmation that, in fact, is he going to still appear? He better not. Um, it's further confirmation that they are going to do it. They're going to move forward with it, which I think is really cool. I think everybody wants more Deadpool. I rewatched both of them, and I'm excited because he formed a little X-Force group, which is Colossus and Cable and um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. <laughs> um, so I, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and we'll cut here. All right, guys, that was the first three segments of episode 17. Um, we were in my truck traveling, as you could probably tell. Um, it's kind of a trade-off because you have the not-so-great audio quality, which, by the way, I cleaned that up quite a bit. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> um, but that was the trade-off that you, there was, you know, a lot of background noise and the audio quality isn't fantastic. But I had a guest, which you don't get, you don't have to hear me rant by myself. This one will have presumably much better audio, but it's just going to be me by myself finishing up the current news and trends, not trends, current news and uh, updates or whatever. So, um, let's see, let me find my save. Alright, so we did discuss the Black Widow. We discussed Mr. Robert Ingman coming to Stranger Things and Deadpool. So, the next one up from... Oh, the previous ones were the Mighty Miles. Uh, the Stranger Things was from Rotten Tomatoes. 
And the Deadpool one was from Geek Culture, the number one. This one is from uh, Geek and Great News. Geek, the letter N, Great News, if you guys want to follow that. Christopher Nolan is happy that he made the Dark Knight trilogy before the comic book movie boom. Quote, it didn't feel like a machine, an engine of commerce for this studio, end quote. Um, I actually put this one on because, ironically, I had a very similar thought when I was out in California uh, the past two weeks. Um, I watched Inception and a podcast that I was listening to. Shout out to Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Don't always agree with them, but love their stuff. Um, they were, t- they talk about Christopher Nolan quite a bit and they were, you know, talking about Batman and Batman, uh, the Batman trilogy. And it made me think after I listened to their podcast that I was, I myself was really grateful that the Batman movies were made before because for as fantastic as they are, they probably still would have been lost and lumped, lost or lumped in with the DCEU now, or they probably would have told them, yeah, go ahead and make the movies, but we need you to incorporate them into the DCEU. And that just convolutes things because in the Christopher Nolan Batman universe, presumably there is no Batman. There's no Superman or any other of the superheroes aren't mentioned, even if they do exist. So it's just about Batman and it doesn't get, you know, mixed up with, oh, we need to throw in little tidbits of future story that we're going to tell with them. So, and then also I have this thing where like I, the Spider-Man movies from the uh, late nineties, early two thousands, whatever with Tobey Maguire, those to me are like the end of that comic book era and Avengers and the MCU is the new generation because even Spider-Man and before, they were still very comic booky. They were still trying to make uh, comic book movies still kind of like for kids or adolescents. And now they're just making movies. Like people will argue, well, they're still just for kids, whatever. But that that it's changed. And the Batman movies fit right in between that. And if anything, I could give Nolan some of the credit for the new generation because... The Batman movies were not comic booky. They were not meant to be kiddie movies. And I think that I would argue that that gave the MCU, gave Marvel the the leeway to do the MCU the way that they did. Um, and like I said, I think it would have been lost in in there for even for as great as it. I think people would have overlooked how great they are because or oh, it's not the MCU. Um. My two cents. Uh, See, so as you can tell, we move on a lot faster when it's just me ranting. Um, the next one, geek, another geek and great news. Uh, the Disney Plus Moon Knight and She-Hulk shows will begin filming in March. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why I save this one. I honest, maybe it was to comment the fact that I'm not necessarily, I, like I mentioned before, I'm a little, it's, it's become a little oversaturated. Like there's presumably like three or four comic book movies coming out every year. Now there's like, God knows how many shows on HBO max. They're going to have green lantern, 
uh, Netflix lost, um, what is it, the Defenders, um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Daredevil and, uh, oof, I forgot her name. Oh my god, I can see the thing, but I can't put the name. Anyway, um, they, they have those, which presumably now go back to Disney, and they're going to probably start those up again because they're highly successful. But there's just Wanda and Vision. There's just so many of these things, which from the adolescent in me, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll watch them. I don't care. But it's becoming a little too much. Even like I've said before, when I'm scrolling through and looking at the updates of her movies, my whole thing is I'm, I'm here to talk about movies. And this seems to be all that comes up when it comes to movie news. It fits into the geek part of my show, but like, can I talk about other movies? Instead, I don't know. Just my little rant. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm interested to see what they do with Moon Knight. Moon Knight, for those that don't know, um, is supposed to be Marvel's kind of version of Batman. Um, so that that'll be interesting. Um, she Hulk. I don't know. I didn't get too much into She Hulk. When I was younger, so I don't know much. I, I think she's supposed to be a cousin, somehow related to Banner. I don't know. We'll we'll uh, we'll see what they do. I think with She-Hulk, the only reason that I have any kind of hesitance about it um, is I I feel that they did the Hulk wrong in the MCU. Like the the the, first, the movie with uh, Edward Norton is part of the MCU, but it doesn't feel like it. It's not um, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. It doesn't seem to fit, but technically it does. It That is the same Hulk that, that we know from all the Avengers movies. Um, but they, uh, in Avengers, I love what they did, how they made him not really the linchpin, but it was kind of when Banner shows up and he turns into the Hulk and smashes that big flying snake worm thing. It kind of solidified like now we're officially Avengers. But it was coincidence, not because he was the one that was needed. They they focus a lot on Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. And the rest of the team is just like, oh well, yeah, they, they just back them up. But I I'm a huge... like. If I had to rank my favorite comic book heroes or characters, Batman would probably be still number one, but Hulk would be a very close number two. I love the Hulk. I absolutely positively love the Hulk, and I will be one of the first to argue that the Hulk could defeat just about anyone. So to make him so underpowered and so almost irrelevant in the movies really bothered me. And then when they took World War Hulk and just compressed it into a Thor movie, I I lost it. I I'm I'm so cheesed off still to this day. Um, so I'm like, it's it, I don't I don't care necessarily that they're doing a She Hulk. I'm just like, dude, how can you be doing a She Hulk when you even have when you haven't even done the Hulk correctly? That's that's my thing. Um, and that's that. For, and the last one, 
for to because this is already turning into like an hour episode probably between all the segments. Um, from once again from Rotten Tomatoes, it's just a picture of the Animaniacs like in a cute little anime cartoony baby versions of themselves. The caption: After twenty two years, the Animaniacs are back. The talent behind Hulu's revival gave us the scoop on all the totally insane things we can expect from the show. Click on our bio in link or our link. Click on our bio link. Oh, yeah, I totally misread that. So anyway, if you want to read that, you can go to Rotten Tomatoes Instagram and click on the link um, from there. I'm sorry, this got crazy loud. I, I think that really got crazy loud. I apologize. Um, yeah, I, I, I loved the Animaniacs when I was younger. Um, I was probably still already a teenager. I wasn't even a kid. I was a teenager when they came out, I think. Um, which really dates me really bad. Um, they're back. I heard the news a while back. I even put a reminder on my phone of when it was going to officially air. Um, I've been trying to watch it. I put them on and my, my daughter, my three-year-old, she actually sat there and watched it, which was really cool. But um, I'm really happy they're back. I loved the sense of humor in it. It's a really good show. The only thing that really bummed me out is that it's just the Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain. They don't. They didn't bring back the Good Feathers. They don't have... Um, I forget the name of the little girl with the dog that's always trying to rescue you. Her... Um. Ah, uh, they, they, there was just so many little mini shows in, in there that I loved so much but uh, apparently they're just doing Animaniacs and the Warner Brothers and Sister and uh, Pinky and the Brain which is still cool I mean Pinky Brain was one of my favorites anyway so it's good to have it back man it's 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 fun it's, the show is so funny good stuff good writing they make it relevant they make it current contemporary if you will it's really cool. If you guys liked the show, go check it out. If you um, have heard about it from your parents or somebody that's older and are interested in finding out, the dog is going to speak here in a second. What do you want? What do you want? Say say hi to the say hi to my fans. Fans, yeah. Okay, whatever, bro. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's that guys. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the show. Uh, let me know what you guys think. If real quick, you'll hear this in the outro as well, but, uh, wherever you listen, I would appreciate a subscribe. Throw me out a review, man. If you guys have any comments or suggestions, I'm open to critique anytime, all the time. Take it with a grain of salt. Uh, as usual, thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. Be good to each other. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, or questions, uh, you can reach me at moat9, that's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E at gmail.com. Um, also go to linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moat, the number nine where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast Breaker, etc., whatever. Um, I would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on. 
And as always, thank you for listening. Please be good to each other. Love you guys.